from playing 18 to a full 60. Early leads to buzzer beaters. It all starts by getting on the board. Welcome inside episode 33 of On the Board. I'm Colby McKee. Across from me, Lance Dahl. Hello. Hi there, sir. Hey. And hey. across from him, Corey Bukoskis. Hello. Good to see you, buddy. Hey, man. Hey, uh, good weekend overall, gentlemen. Great weekend. Yeah. Wonderful. Hard to complain. So much fun. Uh, Tigers had themselves a pretty great weekend overall. Really two good efforts. Uh, 6-2 win Saturday night against the rival Lethbridge Hurricanes, which we've really cleaned the clops clocks of Lethbridge mm-hmm. this season mm-hmm. like completely and then uh, this afternoon losing a tough 4-2 decision to the Edmonton Oil Kings up in Edmonton but uh, valiant effort there and Svevkoski had both the goals I believe for the Tigers so yeah. did, yeah. that was a nice effort overall what's the weekend looking like in your guys' eyes not good enough okay there we go well it was good no yeah. defensively are you happy with that yeah well it doesn't really matter it's just like at the end of the day, you need to win that game against Edmonton. Yeah. Like now you're nine points back with two games in hand. Could have been five points back with two games in hand. No. I mean, I yeah. mean that's a, it's a very tough game. If you to want win. to be the best, you got to beat the best. Well, it's it's just Basically. like it's an impossible thing. It's like you play Saturday night and then leave the game, get on a bus, go up to Edmonton and then play an afternoon game. Like that's almost silly. But I mean, if if it wasn't within reach after two, then I wouldn't say it's disappointing. But yeah, when it's two two after two, that's disappointing. Hundred percent. Yeah. No. I mean, it, like you said, it's it's good to beat Lethbridge. It's it's fun. I mean, last year we didn't have quite the greatest luck against them, and that mm-hmm. was my first year with the Tigers. So right. Like, damn, this is not not fun to play the Lethbridge Hurricanes. But now that we're we're laying it on them. Um, fun to beat Lethbridge but uh, Edmonton is a completely different story they definitely had our number the past two years after so many years of us dominating them like mm-hmm. it was the how many how many years in a row that they couldn't even get a win on us mm-hmm. um, outside of the Mem Cup team like that was really good yeah but yeah you're right we we were cleaning them and then I'm, it was nice against the Hurricanes it didn't go to a shootout because that's been the last few results <laughs> yeah, that's especially true. in Lethbridge but that's true uh, Garen was really good that night yes um, Mads seemed okay Today, I guess Edmonton wise, wasn't three, bad. Uh, three goals against, and I think he had like a nine twelve save percentage on the day. So, like statistically, not bad. Mm-hmm. I well, so that means that it was there a couple soft ones that went in. Well, I no, know. I don't know. I no, it was, it was an all right. You know, nothing spectacular. Didn't steal the game, obviously, but no. But uh, it's just one of those. Like that was a big weekend. Yeah, that was a big weekend to win both in divisional. Yeah, I mean it's better games. than losing both, obviously. But the uh, the Edmonton announcer is the. Um, the uh, the color guy. I don't know if he's right or not, but he's saying Mads hasn't gotten back to back wins since November. Wow, so, that feels right. Yeah. Well, obviously he had the, the, the little break the there, juniors. But um, yeah, it's been that's probably been the biggest thing is that he'll have a great game and then the next one it's not bad. It's just not the same. You Can't know, carry that consistency over. Exactly. So that, that's probably a lot. Like that's a lot of mental game though. Yeah. You can't bring it two games in a row. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they say consistency is your next day starter. So, like, it, it's it's tough when you are on a roll. It's easy to carry that in, but when when you can't get it together, it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, games wise, left for the Tigers. Twelve games left against Central Division opponents. Five against uh, yeah Swift Current, which yeah, are not wonderful. a good hockey team. No, that's wonderful. So that's uh, nice. I was to saying see on their the schedule. schedule on the back half is super soft, and now we're starting to get into it. Like I think half of their games are against teams that aren't in playoff spots, mm-hmm. and five of those are against Swift. I mean, they've been playing Swift oddly tight so yep. far, but like, thankfully, you have five games against them down the road. That uh, like those are the, like when you get towards the end of the season, you want to have games that you need to win. Yeah, you should be able to win. And so, like, they have both of those right now. So they've done the, the brunt work to this point, yeah. right? And this is now they got to make some hay and yeah. and get that goaltending where it needs to be in a playoff push. True. Yeah, well, it's it's theirs to uh, to blow, I guess. I don't know. They still got a lot of ways to get back up to Edmonton, but I mean, there's some there's some wins on the board there. Um, but the big games are the other what is it? Thirteen games that mm-hmm. aren't against the teams that are or like against teams that are in playoff spots, right? Like yeah. The, um, the next couple against Edmonton and uh, the last two that we have against Lethbridge, those are those are huge, and obviously the ones against Calgary. Um, yeah, those are the well, ones like, that are carry huge weight. Realistically, they got to win like eighteen of their last games, nineteen, because yeah. they want to track down Edmonton. Yeah, I'd say that's maybe a, maybe twenty. Yeah, depending. Like after today, like yeah. I mean, being nine but points like, back, even that might not be enough because you never know. Edmonton could win. 
yeah. 18 of their last 24 True. or however many. 22. 22, I think they have left, but yeah, they need to. Well, you think realistically, let's you know put it to math, out of 22 games, how many things do you think Edmonton's going to win? I mean, 16? Yep. They've been carrying no. that kind of clip yeah. all season, right? So like, we need to win four more than them, so that's 20 out of 24. Like It's it's a steep mm-hmm. hill, and I'm not saying this team can't do it, but yep. yeah, like we we got to get the uh, the wins, wins coming. Yeah, but they definitely can. Like oh, yeah. that, that's oh, what's yeah. that's what's almost more frustrating about the loss today is that like you can tell that this team is is set that like WHL final isn't isn't a long shot. Like it's it's not an impossible thing. That's that's what's frustrating about like when you see the team get close and then not be able to pull through the third. The like, trades, given all the circumstances. Yeah, the but. trades in December, you know, rectified that. They solidified it. With what they yeah. did, I, in in one sense, right? Like they yeah, didn't I really guess. technically add like most of the other teams did uh, at the trade deadline, but I mean that that December trade was nothing to slouch at. Yeah, I mean, but Ploof and Svikovsky have been very nice. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, they're yeah. starting they're starting to settle in more. They are. That's been the biggest thing. Yeah, especially Svikovsky this weekend. I mean, you saw um, the two assists he had on the Hamlin goals. It was yeah, just like he was the creator on on at least one of them the one where he was behind the net and passed it out in front like he's be he's his creativity is definitely coming through i don't know if that was um shadowed in vancouver or not but uh yeah he's a he's a smart player and he's only 18 mm-hmm. it's a true thing that's a good thing to have yeah it's a good uh, problem you talked about his his line mate there hamlin been on an absolute tear another four goal night there against the hurricanes yeah just yeah. completely Carried him. Had another assist this afternoon too. Exactly, fifteen in a row games with uh, uh, with a point, which amazing stuff, right? It's just like he is. We talked about. I heard you guys last week about the you know MVP for the dub and how it might be uh, the guy for Spokane. Is that right? I can't remember what his name is. Beckman. Beckman. Yeah. Um, But dang, like he. If these guys can. I don't know. Get close to get get close to Edmonton and and challenge for the division title and like he's got to be number two like he's right up there yeah he's close I know he's points wise he's right there but yeah I think he's four points back of the league lead right now right believe behind Kamloops can't remember who was in Kamloops I don't have it in front of me Franklin. obviously Zane uh, yeah that's it yeah oh, and uh, and Beckman and then Kemp's actually fifth in the league right. in points now um, yeah Hamlin's gotta get gonna have to get a look mm-hmm. and especially if they can if the Tigers can can win the division and the well, what would be the conference as well? Like, I mean, you'd have to give them a look, I would assume. Yeah. But there's a lot of what ifs, I guess. There's but a lot I of mean, work still. I mean, fantastic it, season by just James. Been ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It's just silly. Well, I mean, I think we're just looking at the, the players, but I mean, I feel like Dustin Wolf might be in that con. Or that, yeah. Uh, the uh, conversation. The conversation. Seat at the table there? competition. I'm like, where are you <laughs> going? It is a competition. Corey? It is, I guess. But it yeah, is I mean, a competition. it's back to back years where he has just been the best goalie well than Ian Scott last year but he's been just stellar in Everett for the past couple of years so he's in that uh, conversation too uh, you got down here Dawson bought 12 game suspension for mm. fighting a Regina player give us a little scoop because I did not you know, see this oh yeah. it's a heck of a video is it oh yeah you saw the video oh yeah I saw the yeah. video okay so yeah a little bit of backstory here <laughs> well it was just there's not much backstory actually it's Regina and it's just, Everett like two teams that play each other once a year okay I guess the only backstory is that Everett is a good team and Regina isn't really and <laughs> Regina happened to be up 6-3 with about uh, oh. the last minute so anyway, Dawson Butt was was not very happy with that, and basically uh, took a Regina player that didn't want to fight and decided to f- fight him and basically break his face. A little Cassian like, style on him, or like yeah, yeah, facial fractures. Oh my gosh! Yeah, kids Here, done I'll for like two up. months or something. Yeah, but uh, so like when I watched the video, I thought that like it was kind of mutual, like the engagement mm. started as mutual, and then it and did then not like happen. both linesmen were trying to get this. Dawson butt guy out of there. And he was just still wailing on him. Like, as a linesman, just get in there. Yeah. Like, help him out. I, I understand if there's just one of you, but there was two. Crazy. And one, one was almost, like, trying to get in, but, like, didn't want to get hit. So he was just like, I'm going to just kind of Just stop it, guys. Yeah. Stop Can it. Can you please stop? Yeah. But, man, yeah, that was, uh, that was wild. 12 games, though. That's a long time. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if how much WHL you guys have followed over the years, but I'm trying to think, like, what's been a – 
heavier suspension. Like no, that. that's not a. That's like a quarter of a season. Almost, that's the most memorable one I can think of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, outside of like, not it wasn't WHL, but that was at Saskatchewan League this year where the guy ran the goalie. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. like twenty five or something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, I know it's a different league, but that's like another kind of junior. Comparison, uh, yeah, 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 but uh, I can't not dub wise, no, nothing like that. But like, that was the thing, like, it didn't seem like it was a 12 game suspension, like, it seemed like it yeah. got a little out of hand. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, if the kid didn't break his face, then maybe he doesn't get 12 games. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I think that's like, a lot of that is is happening in the dub, right? Like, it, yeah. it's a lot of what, what happens to the other guy. Um, that's Which true, is you can't say that right. for the NHL suspensions. They they don't look at that at all. Basically, yeah. um, not as much. But no, they're very suspect that way. Uh, Kamloops and Kelowna had a brawl. Yeah, you see that? <laughs> yeah. That was a while ago. Holy, uh, yeah, it was no. like two hundred and twenty combined pims. Oh yeah. boy, that was awesome. Goalies go at it. They did. Oh, yeah. oh I love it. You <laughs> gotta <did>. love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. That's great. I, I don't even know what the score was. It was out of hand too. Seven three, I think, by the the final buzzer. So, moral of the story, don't let your games get out of hand? More or less. I mean, well, a 6-2 win Tigers Lethbridge, you're not going to see that, though. Yeah. I I Maybe. Prob- probably not. No, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. I wouldn't think so. But, but it was just like, because I remember looking through the, the the box score after, and it was like with five minutes left, there was a fight. And then like 30 seconds later, there was another fight. And there was like a line brawl 30 seconds after that. And then yeah. there was a goal. <laughs> and then there was Throwing another goal. fight. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. I remember seeing a picture of the two benches afterwards. And I'm pretty sure one of them, I think it was the Blazers, had all of like three players left no kidding. on their bench. Wow. Outside of that, everyone else yeah. was punted. Right. Goaltenders fought. But yeah, that's that, that's something else. That's, that's throwback hockey. But that's a big rivalry too. Yes, it is. Yeah. Like, not huge, but it's big. Like yeah, Kamloops, a great team this while. year. Kelowna hosting the Mem Cup. Like they've got a lot of expectations, yeah. so they're going to be seeing a lot of each other probably come down playoff time. Yep. I don't remember the stat. I wish I did, but um, the uh, the Kelowna Rock Adam Foote with the Kelowna Rockets, the head coach, has only beat the Kamloops Blazers once in the past maybe twenty meetings. Okay, so mm. Kamloops has dominated the Kelowna Rockets. So I'm sure just another night where they're playing a lot and. Um, I think, yeah, it was a Friday and a Saturday. Kamloops beat Kelowna on the Friday, and then this was on the Saturday. So just another loss Kelowna could see coming, and it was mm-hmm. just, you know what, let's get our anger out. Exactly. I just don't understand how that goes, because it's like, like I just couldn't picture it, the fight, and then 30 seconds later there's another one. Yeah. And then you just send out a new line, and you're like, uh, I, I just know what's going to happen. Like, usually, like, junior coaches get a pretty, sh- like, tight leash on these guys now. Yeah. Well, that's the like, thing is that just to let them go at it, because like clearly it, there's no directive to stop at that point. Um, a big reason why Kelowna got a bigger suspension than Kamloops is because in one of the earlier fights, Kelowna sent out four defensemen and a forward. <laughs> so it's like obviously you're expecting something. Here. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, I like to see that. Yeah, I, I wish I, I wish I was at that game. Every once in a while, there's a lot of the goals, archive. a lot of fights. I got to watch the archive because, like, yeah, and like the later fights, it'd be the plays going down one end, and then it's just like, oh, you know, just a normal play, and then the announcer's like, oh, we got something behind the play, and it's like <laughs> camera pans back over. There's just guys going at it. <laughs> Jesus, that's wicked. Good stuff. So, uh, yeah, um, I guess NHL wise, we'll switch over to there. Uh, Jared Gallant got fed his. Uh, resignation ticket. I don't even know if they give. Do you get their, fed their resignation tickets? Get, well, you, you get uh, given. I don't know. Bad <laughs> segue. Get a tag. Another one of Colby's bad segues. Uh, he got the boot <laughs> in Las Vegas. He got replaced by Pete DeBoer. Uh, much ado about nothing here is is Vegas. I, I thought Vegas had a great start to the season, and then I don't know. Did they just kind of? He lost the room. Was it a case of? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. And then you bring in a rival coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just all very weird. Totally, that seems very reactionary for a team that like, like listen, you're an expansion team. I know it doesn't feel like you're an expansion team because you've been not gifted anymore. the grace of God mm-hmm. and like made a couple good runs, but like it just it doesn't even make a little bit of sense why why Gallant got fired. Like, what well, do you want this team to do? Yeah. Like they're playing well. Like Flurry hasn't they? been great as of late. Like they had lost a couple in a row before them, but like he's also dealt with a lot of personal stuff this year more than anything with the loss of mm-hmm. I believe his father. So like that's a heavy burden. And 
I but mean, it's like if every team fired their coach after they lost four in a row, Jesus Christ, we wouldn't have coaches. This is the seventh or eighth firing this year, though. Like, like it, you're not wrong. And I mean, this is completely different than what the whole Bill Peter situation, but still, like, a lot of firings this year. They should just let the players coach. There should just be Jackie Moon, just go back LeBron to, James. It like it's getting to that point, though, isn't it? Like, how can you really, like, truly learn anything when like we're halfway through the year and there's eight coaches fired, seven coaches, whatever it is. Like, there's there's no way that I guess like coaches are simply just putting in a structure for like X amount of time and then getting punted off. Probably what teams yeah. are thinking too is get a little bit of a jolt right as soon as the the new coach comes in, maybe a two week jolt, get them bump up the standings. Uh, and then you, you hope bl- you you ride the ship back to mediocrity or whatever, wherever your team is. Yeah, but I blame Craig Berube. There's a it's lot of fault. yeah. There's a lot of stats out there that show that you know you get the two week or three week bump and jolt mm-hmm. in uh, in a new guy, new voice in the room, and then like I said, you just kind of fall back to mediocrity. Yeah, I'd, Corey, I'd, what do you got to say about uh, that? I'd, I'm just trying to like, what would Vegas Golden Knights have as a weakness in their lineup? I'm trying to think. Like, what would you see as an owner or GM that's like, oh, that's a weak spot in our lineup? Because I'm going through the Pacific. I mean, the Canucks, they're not very veteran. You know, their defense has some holes. They're, you know, maybe some depth issues. Like, they got some problems. Like, not many. Yeah, but they're young. Yeah, they're young. um, Edmonton's got some goaltending depth kind of similar things. Calgary. Secondary scoring for the Oilers. I mean, like everybody else in that Pacific Division seems like they have their problems. Like this has been Vegas's year to run away with it, I feel like, with Pacioretty, Stone. They have the veterans. They have the depth, I think. I don't know. Like they have the goaltending. I'm still confused on how their team's good, though. Like just looking at their team. Like, (laughs) you know, like it goes back to the inaugural year. Like, why were they so good? Right. A bunch of misfits. Maybe, yeah, their magic has just run out. Yeah, maybe because like you can't expect William Carlson to put up the first year <laughs> no. they had with them, right? <laughs> no. Like especially you know and you got paid like it though. Yeah, so and maybe their magic has just run out. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, if you look at it from a bird's eye view, like the success that they've had as a franchise over the first couple of years, how have they not run away with it this year in like a Pacific Division that's anybody's game? So maybe you're looking at it as a GM, like, hey. Edmonton's having their problems. Calgary's having their problems. Why are we not ahead of them? Arizona lost their goalie for a little bit. Yeah. Why are you not ahead of them, right? I mean, Arizona just seems to always be bad. But well, they're not though. No, they're this right. Year, this Kemper's year, it's weird saved to see them their bad. ass. Yeah. More yeah. often than not, and then I don't know. I, he's still out for a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. But um, you're right, though. That whole division is. They've got a lot of you know positives on each team, but there's some flaws. And yeah. it, the division isn't even that bad, though. It's just it's, it's so it's, tight. It's one of those things that when everyone sees a division that like maybe doesn't have teams with as many points as the rest of the conference, they're like oh well, that division's bad. It's like no, everyone's just really similar. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not a bad division. Yeah. but it's just I, I I don't know. Vegas to me doesn't like they don't have depth scoring either. Like I mean the the first two guys I think of in their bottom six are Ryan Reeves and Pierre Edward Belmar. Like Delmar those guys doesn't play for him anymore. <laughs> they're not well, getting game winning goals. I mean, right? That's right? Like damn leading sure. into this is what I'm saying. Right. Like the first never... two lines should should be leading the way, right? If you're expecting Carlson, uh, Smith, and Marcheseau to be doing the things that they were doing. Yeah. Right. So maybe Gallant wasn't getting. I don't know. I mean, he's he's squeezed everything he could out of it. I guess yeah. that's the only thing. But like, still, it's just it's a weird move to make at this point because it just it just feels reactionary. It doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of reason behind it. It's just like, oh, we lost four in a row. Fuck. At least he didn't have to take a taxi back to wherever. <laughs> True. The airport or True. his last firing. True. That was so sad. Go Pete. Um, can Ovi break Gretzky's all-time goal record? That's the question we've been asked. Yeah. Um, he's had like, back-to-back hat tricks in the last couple games. He's mm-hmm. 26 on the year, I believe. Um, fantastic year. And who's to say that he can't? get you 20 goals and up until he's 40. I don't know. I say if there's any guy to try to break it, it's going to be Ovechkin. I think he's going to. I think he might too. He might play long enough to break it. Like he's he's scoring his goals per game is the exact or it's actually slightly better than Gretzky's career was. Okay. With where Ovi's at now by like 0.01 or something like that. Like I think Gretzky scored 0.6 a game and Ovechkin's .61, whatever it is, but mm-hmm. like he's gonna play long enough. I mean, they they brought Backstrom in, so he's gonna have Backstrom to go with him the rest of the way. Let's talk about that contract quickly for a second. Uh-huh. 
he's he was his own agent when he signed that deal. Yep. And he yep. got himself quite a haul. He's making like nine million when he's thirty seven, thirty eight. Yeah, because he took a lot of friendly deals beforehand, right? So the team must be like, here you go. Yeah. Let's let's give our salary cap. I mean, that's yeah. been their franchise for what two decades. Yeah. Has been Ovechkin and Backstrom. Yeah. So, yeah. so they did him solid, but yeah, crazy to see that number. If there they didn't get him a cup, I don't know what happens. What's that? Sorry? If they didn't get him a cup, I don't know what what happens. I don't know if they're so nice. They probably ship his ass. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah they might have. They might have. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're right with Ovechkin and Backstrom. Like uh, both of them have not had major career injuries at this point. They've been very durable, knock on wood, mm-hmm. um, that could also play into their career longevity in order to get some of these career milestones. Yeah. Well, I oh. saw there a lot of people were saying that Ovechkin isn't like hitting as much anymore over like the past few years. Yeah. Like he's not running yeah. around as reckless. I, I don't watch enough Capitals games, but... Well, even like the highlights on... Like on social media, after the big like hits he had years ago, you'd see him, but right. blow, blow a guy up like Kale Cassie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, maybe not that good. No. Maybe not that good. Not close quite. though. Close. Um, you got down. Should Leafs fans be panicking yet? Yeah, I wrote that down. Okay, they had a fantastic start under uh, Sheldon Keefe, mm-hmm. like seventeen five or whatever. Yeah, they're good. Um, I mean, they're and, still not bad. But, but yeah, where what they're not they're sitting kind of third or fourth in the division, are they not? They're outside of the wild card. Okay, the they fell I out. Checked. I think they fell out after last night's performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's just I. I, I you look it. at them and it's almost like if they're not panicking yet, it's going to come soon. Like losing Morgan Riley is the worst thing that could happen to that team. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Between him and Muzzin, like <laughs> that decor is <laughs> like, hurting. It already mean, hurt. It's good for for guys like Timothy Liljegren and Rasmus Sandin to play together. But the boys, yeah, Travis just Dermott, a couple kids. Yeah, <laughs> the they, boys. Yeah, the boys. Like Sheldon keeps familiar with them. Yeah, yeah. From uh, from the time of the Marlies, but like I'd I'd be starting to lose it if I was a Leafs fan because I'd like if Riley's not coming back anytime soon. And, and Muzzin is on the shelf for the next little bit. Like, you're going to need to score about six goals a game if you want to win. And they're not doing that. And they've been booing Anderson, right? They were giving, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause it, giving yeah. Anderson the booze because he was giving up goals. They got to blame like, somebody well, in Toronto, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> Which is ridiculous, though, because he's been the MVP like year after year for them. He's yeah. kept, uh, like, he's played so many games and won a lot of them. And Faces the most shots in the league year after year and a lot of games played. Have they solved the backup problem yet with Hutchison? No. No, Not, I'm pretty sure the three of us, we could just wrote He had the one good each. game, I believe, on a Sunday afternoon or whatever the heck it was. Yeah. But, or no, Saturday night, I think they switched them. But uh, yeah, I don't know, like... They're they're so hard pressed against the cab, and they brought Janssen back last weekend off the IR. Um, they they are super tight for cash. So what do you do backup wise? You got to trade money out to bring money in for a decent backup. Yeah, I don't think they can do anything. I think they're just stuck being here, and this is where they're at now. Right. They're just gonna have to outscore their way into wins because like. I mean, is like Cody CC their top defenseman now? Is that who? Is that who it is? In games played, maybe <laughs> it might be. Like yeah. it actually might be. Right. Like I, I just I don't know what they're gonna do. Oh, what about yeah. Martin Marincin? Oh, guy just signed a two-year deal. Yeah, Leaf fans are they hate big, his guts. Big pickup, <laughs> right? But big resigning there, Marty Marincin. Yeah, what do you think, Cor? What they, do the Leafs do? They got to uh, figure it out. That's all, that's all they got to do, <laughs> right? Figure um, it out, boys. Yeah. No, I think they'll get back on track. Yeah, they're tied with Florida in that third. Uh, Florida is coming hard. Atlantic division yeah. spot. But, yeah. Mm, Florida is coming hard. So. I mean, Florida, Tamp- Tampa's won 12. Or, no, they lost their streak now. Sorry. Tampa lost to yeah, Tampa's Tampa's back on track to Tampa New Jersey. Boston. Yeah, Boston is still. I mean, they were down for a little bit, but they're still doing okay standings wise. Like that whole division is a gauntlet. What about Montreal? Oh yeah, they're they're in trouble. They, they've they've got a yeah, rash of injuries as too, and and Price is frustrated. They're done. I yeah, think. they're in a bad place. He's beyond frustration. Yeah, in his words. Yeah, that's what he said. Everyone's thinking, ago. are they going to trade him? Like uh, Patrick Waugh? Yeah, like his idol? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I get why he's upset, but like, just stop, stop the puck. puck. <laughs> like, yeah. like seriously, just yeah. that's a good just, episode title. Just do that. Just, I like that. Just stop the puck. Like, so, that's about like, let's all just it call it what to. it is. Like, just stop the puck, right? Right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's like about all it takes. Like, that's about all it takes. I mean, I 
goalie's one of those positions. It's like defense, you can be upset about a, you know, a b- bunch of different things, like losing your man or not scoring or, you know, off it. Like the other positions have a bunch of different roles, but the goalie's just got to do one thing. And if you're upset that you're not doing it, then, you know, just do it. Like, <laughs> just, just do it Nike. That, right? Then just like, do it better. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know it's a lot more complicated than that, but when you break it down. We should like, bring just, Matt Wong in and ask him what's wrong with Carey Price. Yeah. And he'll just be like, well, you, just should, do better. you should just stop the puck. Yeah. And then we'll be like, yeah, this. What we told our listeners. Well, yeah, just stop the pie. That's yeah. so true. We're pros. Uh, Steph Curry, NBA, Golden State Warriors. He, he's targeting a March return with his broken hand. We talked why? about... Why is he coming yeah. back? I don't know why, we, yeah. why he's coming back. We talked about it. Like, they want to tank. They got the worst record in the league. They're going to get a number one, number two pick. Pair him up with the three of them that are going to come back, fresh, recharged, ready to go, and they're going to run the show next year. I don't know why he's even concerned about coming back. I, I, maybe it's just like a rhythm and a... Like, it, would he come back and play like nine minutes a night? <laughs> oh, no. He's going to come back and win them like two, three games I probably. just think it would be funny if he just came back and played like ten minutes. <laughs> that would be yeah. pretty he's good. Just like, I'd I'm give just it up gonna, to like Damian Lee. I'm only Lee. shooting threes. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going to come back and only play from like perimeter to perimeter. I'm not doing anything else. Like, I'm just only going to go shoot threes, and I'm going to guard around three-point line. Yeah, and pull James Harden on defense and just, yeah, let him coast. I think that'd be great. Because you can't let him go drive in the paint like he did and how he broke his hand yeah. last time. That can't happen. But it just doesn't even make sense why they'd want to... Why they why they let him play? Because he's a competitor. I mean, I don't. Again, this is he's he's the one targeting. Put him March. in the G League. <laughs> let him go play G League. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> that would be incredible. Yeah, get a, a knockoff G League jersey. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Those would be dynamite. Could you imagine? Yeah, pretty cool. That'd be like Michael uh, Jordan playing baseball. Does he uh, does he get any salary benefits? Like, is he does he still getting his whole salary while injured? I I'm believe because so. he's on. Uh, what do they call it? It's not like an like, like an IR. injury reserve kind yeah. of thing. I yeah. think it's yeah, retroactive okay. or whatever. So I believe, yeah, his, his massive deal is still getting paid. Same with Clay Thompson. He signed yeah. uh, this year. And Kevin Durant's getting paid out in Brooklyn with his uh, his Achilles, excuse me. So, yeah, those big guys, they get paid. Yeah. It's just whether the next deal, right? Like the whether yeah. you bet on yourself or you sign a longer-term deal to, you know, secure the bag kind of thing. So, yeah, yep. interesting to see, though, how yep. uh, Golden State plays that. They're still going to be terrible regardless yeah. of when Curry comes back. But it'd be nice to have a, um, a star potentially for those late-night games because they still – the NBA still scheduled the Warriors a ton of games this year. I don't understand right? that either. And they've uh, they've frantically tried to flex these games now to get them out of that time slot and put in yeah. a Dallas Mavericks or a, a Portland, somebody in that late window, a Lakers game. They've been Anything doing that a bunch but, this yeah. year, but it's tough. And uh, if you can have Curry to kind of salvage the last little bit of the season, TV-wise, because I actually read an interesting stat, TV. Uh, the first... How do I word this? All the uh, primetime NBA games between ESPN, TNT, and ABC, over 65% of those games have been missing a star. Yeah. Whether it's Kawhi, uh, Giannis, Harden, Westbrook, whoever the star may be, 65% of those games have been missing a star. Mm-hmm. And it's now coming to the point where, I mean, down the stretch, they got to pray that these guys don't take more maintenance days before the playoffs. Or their product is going to hurt even more. I mean, playoffs, they always turn around, but that's a whole different story. So. I still think it's funny if he plays 10 minutes a night. That yeah. would be so funny. Write in some fan mail. Tell him to. Just be like, Steph, <laughs> Steph, play. Dear Mr. Curry. <laughs> Only play 10 minutes and don't go anywhere outside of each three-point line. Please. You got it. You got it, Lance. <laughs> Please. <Yeah. laughs> Please. He Actually, it. don't even come Dear back. Club. Don't even come into your own, in your own <laughs> side. Just only stand on the other half and just hang out. Yeah. Just talk to the ref while you're not doing anything. What was his injury? What did he? Busted his hand up. Broke a, oh, okay. yeah, a, a small metacarpal in one of his fingers on his hand. So it's... Like probably could re-aggravate it, but it's not like a leg or like what Kevin Durant had where no. there's a high chance that if he rushes it, it's going to happen again. He can't, yeah. Like, yeah, like Durant can't even walk on his, mm-hmm. whereas Curry, I believe it was his non-shooting hand, so he can still shoot with his right kind of thing. But mm-hmm. Tell him to shoot with his left in your fan mail. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 10 minutes and only left-handed shots. From the three-point line. He probably could still he make still them. He still would put yeah, a lot of shots in. He could still 100%. easily make them. Uh, big day, championship weekend in the NFL. Uh, we'll start with the AFC championship game. The Chiefs ended the Titans' 
fairy tale run for their uh, 35-24 was a pretty entertaining game. That uh, touchdown run by Mahomes just before the first half ended um, that was quite something. Yeah, that kind of changed the game. It did because they were down three, I think, at that point, mm-hmm. and it was looking like they're going to be at least tied, pending a field goal going into going into the half, and instead Mahomes. Runs 27 yards, and boom, six points. No big deal. Because they were down 10 yeah, at one point. Went up big. Uh, Derrick Henry touchdown there, and I believe another field goal there for the Titans. Uh, Mahomes to Tyree Kill. That was a lethal connection all game long. Mm-hmm. Had uh, two touchdowns there in the first half. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the Titans, that would have been a hell of a story. See them go to the Super Bowl, but the better team won yeah. at the end of the day. And we get to see Patty Mahomes and Andy Reid. Andy Reid's first Super Bowl appearance since Philly back in 2004 against the Patriots. So be interesting to see if he can avenge some demons. And Patrick Mahomes in his second year gets to go to the big dance. So that'll be funny. On the other side of the ball, they'll be facing off against the San Francisco 49ers. They defeated Green Bay 37 to 20. You know, key story in this one, the rushing game. Huge. Yeah. 220-plus yards from Raheem Mozart and four total touchdowns uh, to lead the way there for San Fran. And from all accounts, didn't get to see too much of this game. Mm-hmm. The San Fran defense completely overwhelmed Rodgers and co. in the first half, and uh, they were shut out 28-0. Yeah, they had Rodgers moving around a lot. Like I mean, like the front seven for the Niners is just so good. They are. And then it, it's just so f- funny to... like. See Richard Sherman on another great defense. Like I feel like wherever he goes, just give him a little bit of time, and it'll create a great defense. This is like year, at least year two for him, and he's developed that little bit of a culture. Maybe yeah. year three. Like, I don't like know. Said, I don't know what like what influence he has to have some kind. Yeah, but like, like from his time in Seattle to now, like he goes to San Fran and give it a couple years and now look at their defense again. I mean, Nick Bosa is just ridiculous. All the years of drafting for that defensive line, you mentioned Bosa. Yeah. Uh, DeForest Buckner was a high first-round pick. I think the two of them were just collapsing Rodgers every single snap. Buckner is a absolute terror. Yeah. And like when you pair him with Bosa, you're not wrong. And they've recouped from you know the days of who was – it was Patrick Willis was in there. Uh, Navarro Bowman was another linebacker. Uh, they, he had a short career, didn't he? They, well, yeah, Willis retired at like 29. Yeah. And uh, and Bowman, I believe, went somewhere else. But uh, they've recouped that second or that middle linebacker spot, yeah. part of that front seven. And like you said, Sherman leading the back end is is dynamite. And they're going to put up a ton of pressure with That'll Mahomes. That'll be a fun Super Bowl. It's going to be very fun. It's going to be... I hope it's a way better turnout than the Rams-Patriots from last year. Yeah. It cannot be a... Was it a 10-3 game? Is that how that ended? Something like 13 that. 13 points? It wasn't, it wasn't good. Yeah. You remember where you were for Super Bowl 53? No, where was I? Do you remember where I was? No. <laughs> no, sorry, man. I don't. Uh, Do you remember where you were, Lance? Uh, no. No, because it was very not memorable. No. It was not a memorable Super Bowl. I believe that was at my parents' house. Yeah? Yeah. Again, just having family dinner, but... Good for you. Nothing crazy. Good for you. Don't remember what was on the uh, on the menu, though. Hmm. Either. Okay. We'll see. Uh, J-Lo and Sha- Shakira are yeah. co-hosting the Super Bowl halftime show. Really? Presented yeah. by Pepsi. Ah. Who's better, J-Lo or Shakira? Shakira. J-Lo. <laughs> J-Lo. What are we talking about? Shakira's the right answer. That is the right answer. That's the one we're talking about. No, who's who's better? Where's Beyonce? Shakira. But that's not what we're talking about. Uh, That's a whole different conversation. Yeah, no. But why isn't she doing this? Maybe guess the she's already. She did uh, two years ago, Ah. three years ago. They did a bunch with. They were another kind of collab with uh, Coldplay. And was Bruno a part of that one? Beyonce. I feel like Jennifer Lopez or Shakira making music. Any, like recently? Like, have they done anything? Shakira hasn't done anything since Hips Don't Lie. <laughs> well, I think she's tried to do some stuff. Really? I think she... I guess it probably hasn't translated over to English. Didn't she have, like, the uh, the World Cup song? Oh, good point. Yeah. Something about Africa? <laughs> you know? I think I don't think it was the Africa one. I think it was the Rio de Janeiro one in Brazil. Oh, we'll find it. Brazil! Uh, yeah. Yeah, who are you thinking of? No, I, I'll show you later. Well, I think the World Cup was it. in South Africa like in 2006. I thought she had some kind of... I, I could be totally wrong. Soccer, sorry, soccer yeah. heads. I don't Shakira know. Shakira World yeah. Cup song. Okay. Waka Waka, yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, okay, that the, was a theme song. The official right. 2010 FIFA World 2010. Cup song. <laughs> okay, so we're 10 years that ago. That might be the last thing Shakira's <laughs> done. <laughs> that was 10 years ago. Shakira discography. You go on. I'll come back. Okay, uh, we'll touch on this. Houston Astros. Oh, boy. They uh, suck. They got completely blown up, as they should have been, by Major League Baseball this week. Uh, suspensions, year-long suspensions for their uh, manager and their general manager. And then 10 minutes later, they got fired by the owner. So they are, we're, we're less than a month away from pitchers and catchers reporting, and they don't have a general manager or a manager. Yeah. I'm getting a vibration on my shoulder. It's our producer saying we shouldn't talk about this. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, well played. Mm. Uh, yeah, and what we're, a, we're at home though, so it's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why. Holy um, hey! By the yeah, way, Shakira's still notes? making music. Okay, I just oh my we God. had to put a bookend on it. Is it good? No, I have no idea. It's oh, not charting. Let's listen to it. I no, I didn't find it. I just went on Wikipedia. We'll listen, quick. We'll it's not to gonna it. make the uh, no the top one hundred. Yeah, but it's still making music like okay, every well, year. We'll see what kind of she debuts then. I guess on. <laughs> Two Sundays waka from now. Waka. Um, yeah, the Astros are terrible people. Yeah. All of them. Did you see the home road splits for some of their top yeah. guys? Yeah. Like completely, like 450 at home and then like less than a buck 25 on the road yeah. for like uh, Altuve and it's Bregman. True. It's true. And all of them. It was insane to read. Uh, they, they don't call themselves cheaters, but what else are you going to say? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, what was Alex Cora's role with the Astros? Because he was the bench coach. He was a bench coach. Okay, Mm -hmm. so he was a bench coach with the Astros and then uh, took on a manager role with the Boston Red Sox. They won the title in 2018, as you all know. And then he got the boot for his role with the Astros. Astros, uh, you know. The year prior. Yeah. Essentially, they don't think anything's happened with the Red Sox, but... They're still not confirmed or doing their due yet. diligence. Yeah. And then Carlos Beltran says, no, that's not happening. So JD Martinez doesn't think there's anything wrong, allegedly. So, so if he's your moral compass, it? then yeah. If he's the moral compass, then, then everything's good in Boston. Okay. And then Carlos Beltran, I don't. So they just hired him yep. this offseason. Yep. And now, he just to be safe, to they got rid of him too. Well, he was listed yeah. in the report. Right. His name come up in the report. Because what was As the he? one player. Yeah. He was, yeah. Oh, he was playing back then. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. so. Because yeah, his I name so. was listed, which they listed him because he was no longer playing. Right. They wanted to protect everyone that's still playing. That's why no other players were actually mentioned. Mm-hmm. But when you go through the report, Cora gets mentioned a bunch. Hinge gets mentioned a little bit. And Beltran, I think, just once. But that's because they wanted to protect all their players. But obviously, Jose Altuve, if the whole censor thing is right. And I heard Alex Bregman. And obviously, Evan Gaddis from the, the Danny Farquaad. Four car, four quad. Danny, Far- I always get those messed Poor up. Four guy. Uh, his, uh, yeah, that video. Remember that? Yeah. Was, yeah. But that wasn't a buzzer. No, that, that was a trash can with trash Danny Farquhar. Which is way more obvious. Yeah, buzzer you can hear it that in night. the replay. Although props to Danny Farquhar for figuring that out. Yeah, yeah. Because like most times you're just kind of locked in and you don't notice. But I guess when you have a 14 pitch at bat, you start to figure you might want to change signs up. What about, and then like obviously the whistleblower in this whole thing was Mike Fires. Mm-hmm. He's the one who blew this all open. And then I seen that Jessica Mendoza, who was a former ESPN analyst, now with the Mets front office, I'm not mistaken. She really? I think, yeah, she's part of wow. the front office. Okay. She's ripping fires for being the whistleblower. Uh, like what? I don't know what. That is her point relevant to me. Like <laughs> she should just stay in her life. Doza, <laughs> stay in your life. Yeah, <laughs> I can just just do what you're doing. Yeah, I don't whatever know. you're doing with the Mets, you're with a terrible organization. Yeah. Like, slightly better than the Astros. But right now. Uh, yeah, I don't like if it, this this has to stop. And if I, I commend Mike Fires because he could have completely been blacklisted. One, well, maybe he is. Like I don't even know if he's still playing, but. Well, he was in Oakland. He what was like mm-hmm. as of last year? He was with still yeah because he had the he shaved his beard into like a G or something like that. Oh, that's pretty cool. He had like a massive beard. Yeah, like pull it up right now. Yeah. He had this. <laughs> I swear Get it was my car. And he shaved his beard into like a letter. Okay, that's it looked ridiculous, but like went around his G. face, around his like chin. Yeah. And then up into it as a mustache. Okay. So it was like a mustache and then like part of a handlebar. Ah, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. came down to his chin and wrapped that. around yeah, his yeah, face. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like a little slinky going oh around his face Oh my goodness. There. You got to show the camera here. <laughs> that's uh, that's what he did. So 
That's amazing. That's the thing. Um, that's a, <laughs> a funky looking G. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best way to put it. All right. But, like, I mean, I don't know. It, it's just a weird, weird situation. Like, where do we go from here? I we go would just assume that more teams get investigated. I would assume. Because, like, everyone... Because they just got caught. It's fair to assume that every team, to some extent, is trying to get an edge at home. I mean, yeah. that's fair. But, yep. like, I, I'll, it's just so funny coming back to the Astros and uh, watching the clip of when Altuve hit that game, uh, like, the series-winning bomb off Chapman yeah. in his face. Yeah. Like, and, he knows. And he says, don't rip my shirt. <laughs> no, no, not that. Watching Chapman. Oh, what like watch Chapman in that oh, video? I, oh, I that, remember. That's when he yeah, smiles, right? Yeah, because yeah. he knows. He's like, they fucking knew. Oh, because okay. there's no way that you can be sitting on 87 like up and away when you're seeing a hundred mile an hour fastball. Okay. It just doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I know remember the play you're yeah. talking about now. Yeah, like it, it makes sense to sell out on it, but to to spot it and like be perfectly on time, like and that was also in that bat where Altuve was all over him mm-hmm. and as a guy that's never really listened to a strike zone, like Altuve is known for just being a free swinger. Yep. I mean, I guess it kind of helps when... He's got a small strike stone to begin with, though. Yeah, but he will swing pitches at his eyes, pitches in the ground. True. But, like, I mean, just to see Chapman's reaction, like, to know that he he clearly knows something's up because it's like, okay, they got me again. Like, what did they do this time? It's just, I've... Hmm. The Astros might be the the most hated team in baseball. Now, yeah. Like, they might be more hated than absolutely everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of anyone that's... Like, how can you be an Astros fan? You see what Mike Clevenger said? (laughs) No. What did he say? He said something along the lines of, these motherfuckers have to stare us in the eye. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, think of what they've done for careers of guys like, like Clayton Kershaw. Like, Kershaw's faced them a couple times in World Series. Yep. And... Not been good. What's Kershaw's known for? Playoff get choker. It done, yeah, you can get it done the regular season, can't pitch in playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no shit he can't pitch in the playoffs because who can against fucking Houston? You know? Yeah. Like, it's just unfair to guys like that who or other guys that can try and carve out a career mm-hmm. and then they get shelled once, they never get seen or heard of again, or they miss out on a big contract, things like that, all because Houston was cheating. Right. It's just, yeah, it's, that's shit for a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah, because, like, say they they win the World Series this year. Like, who takes it seriously next year? Right. Who takes it, like, when does it wear off? And I can't see it. Like, I think this is just always going to surround them now. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Until they I mean, leave. Until guys like Altuve and Bregman leave the organization. Like, Springer might be the cleanest one in all of this. Yeah. One of them. I mean, Josh Reddick was, like, tweeting off of his wife's account. I don't know if you saw that. No. His mm. wife was making these salty tweets and like if you really read into it it seems like it's just Josh Reddick. He would be the, old, yeah. the <laughs> only one who would know these details. Yeah, yeah it was oh just, it's just it, it was weirdly written. Like it was it, it, it was written like it was somebody's burner account, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. so obvious. I in brackets a female. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's uh, not me. I are probably, you kidding me? That's no, not, not, not actually but like it um, was where, where is it sorry you go, go on I'm gonna so try and find I'm trying to think these. of other examples that this might so when you if you guys think of the Vancouver Canucks and playoffs what do you think in a certain moment well the the burning you Main think Street. of the riots yeah right? the riots so I think like like that this is just gonna be a a speck of history that's just gonna be remembered forever around them like there's nobody left other than like maybe Alex Edler from that team yeah, but you still you think, think about it you until think Canucks they playoffs. create new history. Maybe, yeah. Right, this new crew right. has to create a yeah. new. Yeah, and I'm not chapter. saying those two things are the same thing nope. at all, but I'm just saying like it's a big part of their history. It was like that's what people remember, and I just think I this is something I don't think is going to leave them. No, like riots are not like it's not cheating. It's not Your riots just setting things on fire. Exactly. But why? Like, okay, it's a bad thing. But you know what I mean. Why yeah, don't they yeah. strip that 17 world title? Will they at any point? They would have done it by now. Uh, right? They would have done it by now if they were going to. Because, I mean, yeah, you can like you can just like say in, that in there's no winner in the 2017 football. World Series, but what is like at that point, what difference does it make? We still know. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's no different than, 
okay, so you take it out of there, and then 50 years down the road, we look back in the history books, and we see, oh, well, no one won in 2017, but then everyone's going to reference, yeah, that was the year the Houston Astros lost the World Series. So it's like, whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. they're going to get referred to anyway. Right. It's not going to change anything. You still have, the pitchers still have to strike out the best hitters in baseball. The hitters still have to hit 100. Like, That's very easy when you know it's coming. Right, true, but it's not to say that the World <laughs> Series wasn't... I don't know. For mm. guys like that, it's like... I, like I it hear was the earned, argument, but it wasn't. I hear the argument. It's like, well, uh, you still have to hit the pitches. It's like, like for those guys, if they know 95's right. coming, it's a lot easier than, than yes. not knowing. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. like no, if we know 95 is coming, we're probably still not hitting it. Yeah. But like, if they know 95 is coming, they're all over it. They're going to smash. Yeah. 100%. dumb. They should uh, just put all the players back and redo it. You know, every, guys have retired. Put Carlos Bel- Beltran back on the field. Actually, yeah. All the Let's, players dude. from that team, that 2017 team, should have to go a into full like year. a Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh, okay. And each of the other MLB teams get to pick their five toughest guys from that season. And then it's just like everyone against Houston in, in just like a street fight. Oh, my God. That would be great. In Minute Maid. No touching of the hair or face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like street Anchorman fight stuff. in Vancouver on the streets outside <laughs> of Rogers streets, Arena. I like it. We'll tie this all up in a bow. <laughs> Where fires are allowed. Mike fires. That's that's. Oh, way to go! Thanks, Corey. (laughs) He's got better segues than I do today. (laughs) Um, You see the Jays powder blue unis? Yeah, I don't know what to think about those. No, bu- no buzzers in the blue jersey. Oh, no, that's true. No, I like them. You do? Hey, I, I, could, I didn't see the helmet because, like, they said um, it was some, some kind of matte helmet. Yeah, I was going to say those, but um, take you back to like '93, '94. That's what they're kind of yeah. going for. Yeah, that is the it's the biggest off season move that the Jays have made this season was bringing in these powder blue. Oh unis. my god. <laughs> Hands down, the biggest, Get real. the biggest move they've made. No, they're gonna make so much money off those jerseys. Well, okay, yeah, money wise, it's gonna help the bottom line. But I don't think Hyunjin Ryu is gonna bring up ticket sales that much. But they're gonna sell a lot of jerseys. They sell a winning ones. product with that pitching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, anything's a plus compared to last year. So, like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. get some more wins. That's true. They're not cheating, so everything. <laughs> that's true. Plus. That's true. They're very wholesome. <laughs> yeah. Very wholesome. At least we don't think so. Uh, finally, anybody watched the UFC last night? Get no, we got rocks. stuck. We, we got stuck at the Tigers game. You did. Um, Saw some highlights. Yeah. Not much. Highlight. Yeah, not much to report. Highlight. <laughs> One highlight. Um, Tacoma event, Holly Holm and Raquel Pennington uh, was a three-round snooze fest. Yeah, that went to decision, right? It did. Yeah. Uh, unanimous for Holly Holm. But, like you said, main event, everybody was pumped. My fiance was on the couch with me. Yeah. Had chips. And Chips. didn't get to open the bag. Oh, no, really? Before McGregor oh, no. <laughs> knocked out, TKO'd uh, Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Uh, crazy, though. 40 seconds. Yeah. And uh, to see the the shoulder break the dude's nose. Yeah. He'd never seen that before. No. Mm. I, uh, um, he talked about, was, like, mid-levels. It was so weird. Yeah. Was, I mean, that was a hell of a... Like, I mean, I saw, like, a stolen version of the 40 seconds because that's pretty easy to clip and post online right yep. mm-hmm. so saw that but like just I don't think anyone thought he was going to come out that quick Conor McGregor like I mean they thought like uh, the consensus was he was going to like be good yeah but like he was great well and the fact that I should have known this but um, he he shook hands when Herb Dean asked him to shake hands and then usually you get you get the let's fight and then they come and touch gloves one more time but he did no such thing. He did a haymaker left. He did not want to do that. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, really strong head kick, left head kick, stunned him. And then uh, from there, it was just simple ground and pound. But uh, Yeah, that card overall wasn't all that great, though. No. A lot of decisions I saw. Yeah. Outside of the, uh, I don't, well, it might have been the other female fight where... The massive upset? Yes. That one, I didn't watch it, but I, I heard about it and I saw the updates, but uh, crazy. Yeah. yeah, saw that was a massive dog. Actually, someone I know was at the fights. Okay, just randomly in Vegas. Hey? Yeah, randomly. Like, well, woke I mean, all of a went sudden, went to bed in Medicine Hat. Woke up in Las Vegas. Yeah, like, like hey, one of those things. Just oh, you're, well. you're here. Yeah, Bruce Buffer just kind of kidnapped <laughs> her and took her into yeah. into fucking T-Mobile. There, yeah. I don't know, but uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool. I don't know who Connor fights next. He's pretty fresh. Oh, yeah, because... I mean, he's been training, but then 40 seconds of fight time, so he could probably fight 
Yeah, how does that work? Does he, Couldn't well, you just fight the next... Well, fight tomorrow. He's Maybe trying to fight no tomorrow. <laughs> I, just fight a guy on the street. Whether he <laughs> fights a guy like Jorge Masvidal for the, the bad mother effer title, mm-hmm. um, that, that's a fight out there. Um, does he go back for another a title shot? That's to be determined. I don't know what he wants. He didn't... When Joe asked him in the postgame inter, uh, you know, interview, he didn't really mentioned anybody by name. He called out the one uh, analyst that was on the Fox crew on the desk. I don't know what that guy's name is. Is he the ginger dude? I'll have to look into it more, but he called him. Shameless. (laughs) He almost like shameless. He kind of did look like a shameless. Uh, Shameless. No, uh, not William H. Macy. Shameless. um, Shameless. (laughs) He could easily fight maybe on the, uh, the big, they have a July 4th card. Which is uh, yeah. one of their big many makers. So I don't know if he's going to wait that long or if he's going to do a spring one. But it's going to be because well, they're cold. already basically set into April, right? Because that's like the last yep. one that they know is Khabib and Tony Ferguson. That's right, mid-April in April. But it's like because I was kicking around with a couple of people today, and everyone came back and said Masvidal would be like the next one that people would want to see. He wants that money fight. That would be a big one, and it's like you could do that Fourth of July or Nate. Three, yeah, he has three, yeah. Could be I mean, here. you can put either one of those, I guess, mm-hmm. on on July fourth. Yeah, I think it would still be fun to see Connor and Khabib go again, and yeah. that's what but, uh, Dana said would be the biggest rematch in UFC history. That's another great one. But it's like, are you gonna like? Is Connor really gonna wait? Because I mean, if is Khabib's Khabib not wait till mid-April, like mm-hmm. you're thinking that fight would go like October. But then yeah. you see what Floyd Money Mayweather posted on Instagram the next morning. Yeah, he's poor. That's why he's posting. A 2020 promotional picture of him and, and Connor doing another boxing match. Yeah, he's poor. He broke. Ran out of money. Mayweather? Yeah. yeah. Money bags? Money bags. Yeah. Money bags has no more he's money. He's got no money. He's had he had money has, for just his bags. bags. <laughs> There's a lot of bags. <laughs> Um, all these bags so don't know what to see, do <laughs> because uh, that was uh, quite a fight for Connor and I'd love to see some more of that so mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see mm-hmm. uh, anything else before we wrap gentlemen I think nope. we, we we covered the gauntlet there nope got Bo, nothing Bo Horvat having a baby you announced today oh good for Bo yeah Captain Hor- Horvat I was gonna say something else but that's all I have it's a great story yeah, I man. have nothing. I have nothing. Um, thank you so much for downloading us tonight. We appreciate it. Head to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash on the board podcast. Well, earlier this week, I guess it was Wednesday, we released our another edition of Starters, where we drafted our all decade Messnat Tigers team. Give that a lesson and uh, vote for your favorite team in the comments. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll be talking to you next week. For Lance Stahl, Corey Bacoskis, Colby McKee. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to On The Board. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash on the board podcast. Yes!